Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Bibles. It is a blessing to have our class with us. Dan River class of 83. Give them another real hand. The best class Dan River ever produced. <laughs> let, her, let 81 hear that. <laughs> I got some people clearing their throat. I pay them no mind. They're just youngsters. <laughs> youngsters. Amen. <laughs> Let's go into the word of God. Amen. It is good to have you with us. Amen. Let's go into the word. And I want to let you know, let me disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. I'm noisy. I'm loud. I celebrate God. That's what I do. As good as God has been to me, I got to praise him. It's a mandate to praise him. Amen. So I forget a little loud. Amen. Excuse me now. Amen. I get excited about the word of God. Amen. Amen. We honor. Amen. Apostle Ricky Walker with us. Amen. What a joy. Amen. To have him with us. He has his own church, but it is now, bruh, I owe you now. I owe you. I'm in debt. Amen. It is a joy that you came and shared with us today. We all give First Lady Beard a hand. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Let's go into the word of God. Philippians. Philippians 3. I won't be before you long. Thank you, Pastor, for that worship experience. I felt like I was right at the foot of Jesus. Just right there, right there, right there. Amen. Philippians, amen. It's a familiar passage of scripture. Amen. I won't be before you long, so tell Kevin I wasn't long. Amen. All right. Philippians 3, amen. And we're going to go to, amen, for sake of time, we're going to go to 13 and 14. If you don't have a Bible, look on with somebody. Amen. Amen. That they will hear the word of God today. Amen. I believe it's not, don't take long to, to give God what he Deserves, amen. Amen. Philippians 3, do you have it? Amen. Uh, Philippians 3 and 13. Amen. One thing I do, amen, I want us to read together. Can we read together? Because I believe sometimes if you read together, you hear it. <laughs> it's on the screen, amen. You hear it. But I want you to stop at the commas and the periods, amen. It's read aloud like you're not in a library, okay? All right, let's go. Read. Brethren. I count not myself to, uh-huh, what, what, 14, I press with the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, amen, that is the word of God for the people of God, before you have your seats and neighbor, the subject today is, What's next? You may have your seat in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to go ahead through here, sir. Amen. I could pass the mic to Pastor Davis and he would probably wreck it. I definitely can throw it to Apostle Walker and he would wreck it. Amen. Some things you just know, right? But I'm going to do a little damage and get out of the way. But the subject is what's next? Look at another name and say, what's next? 
I don't care who you are in life, what age you are, that's the question should be in the utmost part of your brain. After you have finished a task, after you've been to a hard place, you should ask yourself, what's next? If you don't ask yourself this question, it is like quicksand. You are going down, you are stuck. Many people find themselves in a place where they're stuck and they can't move. They're wondering, uh, they're stuck in the past. What happened? What went down? What's going on? And because they're stuck, the enemy has a way of playing with your mind. Because you are not moving, you're in a standstill position. God is a God that he wants us to be in a moving position. Somebody talk to me in here. Ah, I never known Jesus when he came on earth to stand still long. He was always moving. Ah, talk to the disciples. He said, it's need for me to go over to the other side. Many times he said, I got to go to Samaria. He was constantly moving. What's next? Thank God for him being an example because sometimes, because I fed 5,000, I can rest and sit still and just wonder, oh, I fed 5,000. But after you done fed 5,000, what's next? Some people want a trophy and stay there because they fed 5,000 and that's all the accomplishment they did in their life. But I think we got a, a little bit more living to live. Can I get a witness in here? I got a little bit more living to live. I'm not dying now. I wonder what's next. The enemy would keep us in a place where we will sit there and we will sit there and wonder about the past, want to get patted on the back, and we never move. And we die not knowing what's next. But the word of God declares in Philippians, amen, brethren, I don't count myself to apprehend. I don't know everything. <laughs> I, I don't know everything. But one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to forget those things. Uh, the only reason, let me pause and, and let me sub that. The only reason you should pull from your past is a reference for your future. Y'all ain't talking to me. I said the only reason you should go back in your past is a reference for your future. I remember I did that, but I need to do better in my future. You don't dwell on your past. You, I'm trying, Vanessa, I'm trying to act good up in this house. But that's how I've been around people that only conversation they have is their past. Their past. They used to do that. They used to do that. Used to, but what are you doing now? What's next in your life? What next going on? So the first thing, I got two points. The first thing is plan. Everybody said plan. If you don't plan, you plan to fail. You got to have a plan. Look at you and say, you got to have a plan. The Bible declares to write the vision and make it plain. Come on, somebody, you got to have a plan. Somebody told me if I plan, I might not accomplish. Guess what? I still had a plan. If I don't finish it, guess what? It's all right. I still had a plan. I'm not sitting around wondering about yesterday and what happened. Yeah, I have a plan. You ought to have a now plan, and you ought to have a future plan. Somebody say, you got to have a plan. Oh, we got to always go to the scripture. Jesus was the plan. I said, Jesus was the plan. 
there was a conversation in heaven and said, how can we redeem man back to God? Oh, the Holy Ghost said, I don't know on that end. And I'm paraphrasing y'all. And Jesus was on that end and said, Jesus said, prepare me a body. If you prepare me a body, I'll fulfill the plan. Ah, I said, Jesus came to earth for a plan and he accomplished his plan. Look at your name and say, you got to have a plan. Body aching, but have a plan. Things ain't going your way, but have a plan. You got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. You're not doing anything. Like I said, you stuck. That's, you know what? Let me, let me make it a little simpler. Amen. If you're in neutral, I'd rather you be in park than neutral. Because you're just spinning wheels. You're just spinning wheels, spinning wheels. But the moment you put it in drive, you're moving. Am I right about it? Look at you and they say, put it in drive, put it in drive. Put it in drive, put it in drive, put it in drive. Well, Bishop, Pastor, you don't know my situation. I, I suffered death. I went through heartache. I, I, I've been through divorce. I've been through situation. I've been through, but my said, you still have to have a plan. You cannot stop right there. I said, you can't linger there. Come on, it come to pass. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass. That means that was yesterday. What am I looking at tomorrow? Come on, somebody. And guess what? My future look real bright. I said my future look real bright. I got to wear sunglasses because it's real bright. Look at you and they say, what's next? So you got to have a plan. The Bible said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the thoughts that I have and the plan I have for you. It's that you have a good report. Is that right? A good success. I expect it in. And sometimes we as people of God or we as humans, sometimes we can't see no further than our nose. Because we see trouble. How many know sometimes you got to close your eyes and step? Oh, come on now. I say you got to close your eyes and step. You got to move when you don't see. You got to move. That's called faith. I said that's called faith. How many in the room had to move and you didn't even know where you was going? You had to step out on faith. Oh, Peter said, if that be you, Jesus, bid me to come. And guess what? He stepped out the boat and he did something somebody else didn't do. He walked on water. Look at you and they say, get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. You got to have a plan. The leaven was still in the boat. Complaining. But Peter had a testimony that he walked on water. Look at your name and say, what's next? All right, so you got to have a plan. I'm making it quick. Then the next thing, said number two, expectation. Look at your name and say, expectation. If you don't expect nothing, don't. Whew, I can stay there all day well then. Some folk don't expect nothing but bad news. They hang around the phone for bad news. Soon as it rings, say, what's going on? They answer the phone with a mindset of bad news. What's going on now? What's happening? Oh, you call. What's, hurt, what's hurting you? What's going on? They don't even expect good news. Their expectation has been beat down by the devil and all his imps. That they don't even expect nothing. They ain't even looking for the UPS truck. 
They ain't even looking for a spark. They ain't looking for nothing. All they know is it's coming. Bad news coming. I can feel it. You know, we get super sick. I can feel it in my arm now. Some going, I know some coming. You psych yourself up for bad news. But I want you to encourage somebody. And I want uh, uh, to tell yourself when you have expectation in God, that is somebody that you can expect something and it's going to happen. For God is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man he shall repent. If he said it, he will bring it to pass. Look at your neighbors. I expect God to do something in my life. I ain't waiting on them. I expect God. I get up with expectation. I lay down with expectation. I drive my car with expectation. I My business, I expect it to prosper. For the Bible declared that I wish above all that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. You got to have expectation. And when that expectation comes, you will always rise out of that bed and say, what's next? Oh, yesterday was like that. But what's next? I expect some good to happen to me. I expect some good to happen to me today. Because I have expectation. You'll be surprised how many people. No expectation. If I order something from Amazon... I expect that package to be delivered. Am I right about it? And if I'm a prime, two days, thank you, thank you, darling. All I'm giving is two days. Am I right about it? Would you be surprised how many people don't expect nothing? And because they don't have no expectation, what's next is far-fetched. They don't see nothing. I had somebody conversate with me. We was talking. And they said, well, you know what? My mama, you know, my daddy died when he was young. And my mama died. I said, well, how old are you? Well, I'm a sister. I said, did you pass their age? Yeah, I just passed that. I said, what in the world are you crying about? You beat the deadline. I would be expecting 25 more good years. 35 more good years. The God that we serve is able to hear our prayers and answer our prayers. Let me pull up. Let me pull up somebody because y'all don't believe me. Let me pull up somebody. Amen. I need to pull up somebody that got a message that he was going to die. And he turned his face to the wall. And God, come on. He said, grant me more years. And the prophet went back and said, 15 more years. Why? Because he expected something. And it happened. We don't have expectation. We will be sitting in a rocking chair. And I'm talking to my class because we are now at an age. All of us is the same age. We all there. We two feet to 60. I'm going to just say that. Two feet to 60. And we there. Now, either we expect to sit in a rocking chair and rock to the good old years. Or take those orthopedic shoes off and put you on some traveling shoes and get busy moving. Am I right about it? Amen. You have to wake up and say, what's next? What are we doing next? Where are we going now? Where are we going? What? What's next? Let me say, tell you something. I love, I love, I love movies. I, uh, I, I look at movies, amen, and I love them because, amen, I had to get a theme out of them. 
Amen. I don't like I don't like crazy movies that don't get nothing. I have to have a plot. But my favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption. Anybody seen Shawshank? I done seen it about a hundred times. I just love it. Because there's so many messages in there. Something that would spark you. Brother Darius, that was one thing he said. It was Morgan Freeman. And I love Morgan Freeman. He's a good actor. But he said he had been released finally from prison. And he had been there so long. All his life he was there. Locked up. Now, let me give you just a footnote. There was somebody that got out before him. And he had been there a long time too. When he got out, he was unfamiliar with life. Because he had been institutionalized. Some of us in church is institutionalized. Okay, you're going to get that on the way home. And you're not familiar. You're familiar with your bubble. And anything outside your bubble, you can't exist. The God that I serve buses bubbles. Burn boxes down. Come on, somebody. But you got to want it. You got to want it. So he found himself. The first guy got out. He got out. He couldn't make it. And the movie goes on. He eventually uh, died because he couldn't make it outside. He was so used to what was inside. No new friends, no new life. Just doing the same thing. You'd be surprised how many people have never left Danville. That's all they eat is chicken and potatoes. That's it. Then we hide behind. That's what I like. But you better try something else. Look at somebody say, try something else. Get out your little bubble. Try something else. So then Morgan Freeman, he had a friend of his. Amen. It got out before him and he had set him up. And was up. But the story goes on. Y'all going to look at that movie. It's a good movie. And uh, he got out. Uh, Elder Harrison, he got out. And they sent him to the same place with the other guy. And over the banister, he said, he was here. He had rode in there. He was here. He declared, I'm not going out like that. He said one statement, he said, get busy living or get busy dying. You got to make up in your mind, you're going to get busy living. Is that right? That one statement told me what's next. An anticipation of something to come. You got to have a mindset, even in church. Hey, man, how many know you can go to church and sit on that pew for years and never expect the spirit of God to move you? Never expect a visitation of the Holy Ghost. You will sit there and you just sit there and you just sit there. But how many know God wants to visit your house? He want to come and sup with you. He want to come and move in your house. He want to come and commune with you. But you got to expect it. Got to open up and say, Lord, I want something new. I want something new. Every now and then you got to clean out the old and ask God for something new. Lord, I'm helping somebody because you need to open up and let God say, I want something new. Something new. Why are we hoarding the old when God want to do something new in our lives? What's next? Now, let me tell you something and I'm going to move on. 
your next might not be your friend's next. Your next might not be your sister's next or your brother's next or your cousin next or mama them next. You got to know your next. And no matter what they say, what the hearsayers say, what the gospels say, you got to be sure of your next and step out on God. Do I have three people that stepped out regardless of what somebody said? Open up a business, did something, and didn't matter what said. And now, let me tell you, it's a scripture in there we read it all the time. Amen. All the haters, all the naysayers, everybody that was beating you down, the Bible said he prepared a table before in the presence of your enemies. They're going to see you blessed. They're going to see your table blessed. They're going to see your household blessed. They're going to see you. You ain't got to worry about them. Because guess what? They're going to see you blessed. Somebody said uh, expectation. All right, I got one more thing and I'm going to wrap it up. Because I told Kevin I'm doing, I did good. Glad y'all good? Okay. I heard this story and I wanted to share with you because I thought, I said, this was good. I like that. Have you ever seen something on YouTube? You said, wow, that was good. It stops you on track and say, that was good. So I was listening to this. I don't know who said it. I can't give credit. If I could, I would, but I don't know. But it said it was a preacher uh, upstairs, upstairs, and uh, his young kid was downstairs. And all of a sudden, he heard all this commotion. So he ran downstairs and was waiting on her. Said, what's going on? What's going on? And the kid was jumping, 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 jumping. Ice cream truck, ice cream truck, ice cream truck. He said, he looked out the door. It won't no ice cream truck. He said, boy, would you jump it up and down? Come on, ice cream truck. He said, ain't here, but I hear it. I propose to you right now, my next, I hear the ice cream truck coming. I got anticipation, the ice cream truck coming. I'm jumping because the ice cream truck coming. I don't know what your ice cream truck is, but I dare somebody jump say, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. My ice cream truck is coming. I don't see it yet, but I hear it. I hear the music. I hear it's on the way. I got anticipation of my next, and my next will be greater. I said greater. Somebody shout greater. High five. Three people said ice cream truck coming. Everybody stand on your feet. I'm ready to let you go. Well, I'm going to pray. We'll do the rest later. If you're watching me, jump around that living room and say ice cream truck. Ice cream truck. I dare somebody when you're on your job. And you waiting on a promotion. Ice cream truck. <laughs> What's wrong with you, girl? Don't worry about it. Ice cream truck. I hear it. It's on the way. My promotion is on the way. My deliverance is on the way. My new house is on the way. My new business is on the way. Everything that God promised me is on the way. And for those that sick, ice cream truck. Healing is coming. I said healing is coming.
Deliverance is coming. You got to anticipate it. You have to expect it. And it will come to pass. So I hope this message have changed your mind. Wipe your eyes. Dry your tears. Fix your face. Put on your good wig. Ice cream truck. Get yourself together. And you know what I love about God? He will never take nothing away that he don't add to our lives. If God did it, we accept it and we move forward. Ice cream truck is coming. I hear it. I hear it. Look at somebody say, I hear it. I hear it. Y'all know the tune. Y'all know the tune. I hear it. What's next is your word for today. When you're driving your car, when you're going to job, when you get up the next day, Monday morning is coming. And guess who comes in with Monday morning? The devil. Oh, here you go. I got to deal with them kids. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Before you get up. Oh, Lord. But we need to change that. Thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for life. I can move my arm. I can move my leg. Okay, I'm good. I can see. I can move. I'm good. Now, God, what's next? What's next? What would you have me to do? If you're watching us, you listen to us. Amen. It's important that you step out on faith. Amen. You can't see it. And if you can't see it, believe God. He's able to do it. Someone said, if I step out, what am I stepping on? The favor of God. The favor of God. I step out on the favor of God. My life been rough. I've been through some stuff. I had to lose some stuff. I lost some friends. I lost some loved ones. But guess what? I didn't lose my faith. I didn't lose my faith. And because I have faith in God, there's nothing too hard for God. Amen. I trust him. Grab your neighbor by the hand. Let's pray. Father, I said what you wanted me to say. Now let that word be hid in our hearts. That we won't sin against you. We take that word and we grow. We break down every stronghold that's holding us back. We come against it in the name of Jesus. We pull down every high place. Holy Ghost, go to every house. Rearrange everything in there. Set things in order. We kick out all negativity. Everything that would bind us back. No condemnation. What we did in the past. Just a sheer fact, God, that we're here. You've given us another chance. We're not looking behind us. We press it to the mark of the high calling. That hand that we hold and we, we squeeze it now and say, strength be to our neighbor. Strength be unto our neighbor. Give them the strength for their next move. Don't let them be afraid. For God is on their side. Thank you, God, for every listening ear, for every person that received this word. Let go of their hand and clap them and give God praise in the house. Thank you so much for watching us. 
Thank you for, so much for listening to us all over the world. We love you. Amen. God bless you. Hi, your high school. You are all I guess. Give them a hand, our online family. Bless you, bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.